Hello, my name is Wang Yan, and I am a reporter with News China. With our weekly News China podcast, we aim to give insight into the trends and happenings in modern China through a historical lens. Today, we discuss why doing business was a bad career in ancient China. Since the end of 2020, some Chinese companies. Have been involved in a series of high-profile cases involving breaches of regulations. Internet tech giants Alibaba, Tencent, Baidu, and Meituan were all slapped with fines due to breaches of the anti-monopoly law. In October, the revised draft of China's anti-monopoly law was published by the Standing Committee of the National Congress of China. It is open for public comments until the end of November. Much higher penalties are proposed in the revision than the existing one. The public attitude toward these tech giants has also changed in the past two years. For well-educated young people, internet tech giants once meant decent, well-paid jobs, but two years ago, some employees began to complain about their long working hours. A system known as nine nine six, meaning start at 9 a.m. and work to 9 p.m. six days a week. Jack Ma, one of the founders of Alibaba, responded to the complaint that 996 was a blessing for young people to strive for a better life. In September 2020, a report by Renwu or People magazine described how food delivery riders were forced to go as fast as they can. Risking their own and other road users' lives to meet the time limits set by the algorithms-based operations of online platforms. Recently, the most famous Chinese vlogger on YouTube Li Ziqi filed a lawsuit against the company that promoted her live streams. What a good trick Capital Place! She posted, although she deleted the post later. This triggered massive criticism against the internet tech giants, and contrasts with the image of business people for more than four decades since China adopted its reform and opening up policy in late 1970s. Going into business was a very popular choice for a majority of the people. In the 1990s, many civil servants quit to go into business. This was called xiahai, literally. Meaning into the sea, it indicated how risky the expedition was, but it also made some people rich. A successful business person is not only rich, but also respected and admired. This was probably the most glorious period for Chinese business people. For thousands of years in ancient China, a businessman, no matter how rich, faced discrimination. In Chinese, a business person is a shangren, literally shang people. Shang refers to the Shang Dynasty, which lasted from about 1,600 to 1,046 BCE. It is the first Chinese dynasty whose existence was proved by archaeological discoveries, especially bronze wares and oracle bone inscriptions. The limited information from those discoveries told us. That the Shang was more likely a regime existing side by side with the Xia Dynasty, rather than the successors of the Xia. 
The Xiang'e was created in legend by Yu the Great, who was said to have led efforts to control huge floods and build the political and social governance system. Agriculture was the cornerstone of the Xiang'e. The Shang Dynasty was different. There is no indication that agriculture was important for the Shang. It kept moving to different places, and relocated its capital at least seven times until it finally settled its capital in today's Anyang, central China's Henan province, in the 14th century BCE. But there is no sign that Shang people were nomads either. Historians believe. The Shang Dynasty was based on trading and predatory wars. One of the ancestors the Shang kings worshipped was called Hai, as he was the first ancestor who was recognized as a king by the Shang. He was called King Hai or Wang Hai in Chinese, with Wang meaning king in Chinese. He tamed oxen, but did not use them to work the land. He used his oxen to carry goods for sale. He got rich from his business, but was killed by someone who coveted his wealth. Wang Hai was then worshipped as the founding father of the Chinese business community. Business people did not face discrimination during the Shang. Shang's last king, Xin, is one of the most notoriously brutal rulers in China's history. One of the Shang's vassal states, the Zhou, toppled the Shang. The Shang became a vassal of the Zhou, governed by Wu Geng, the son of Xin. Wu Geng rebelled later, but his rebellion failed. He was killed by the Zhou army, and the Shang vassal state was dismantled. Shang people either were forced to be slaves of Zhou dignitaries or move around to do business. This is why business people were called Shang people. They were treated as pariahs. But business was used as a tool in competition among vassals. Since the eighth century BCE, vassal states of the Zhou fought against one another to vie for dominance. One of them, the Qi Kingdom in today's Shandong Province, had a very smart prime minister Guan Zhong in the seventh century BCE. He ordered to put the two most important sectors, mining and salt making. Interstate monopoly. The policy generated sufficient fiscal revenue for the state without taxing the people too much. It also hindered a possible monopoly of their crucial strategic resources by any private business. This model of state monopoly in mining and salt making was adopted by the Han Dynasty in the late third century BCE, and it lasted for more than two thousand years since then. Guan Zhong also set up some other official investment projects, including brothels. Guan was even good at trade wars. Neighboring the Qi in Shandong was the Lu Kingdom, which produced very good silk. Although the Qi also produced very good silk products, Guan Zhong and his king Huan Gong always wore clothes made of Lu silk. Other people in the Qi immediately followed suit. Another vassal states rushed to buy Lu silk. Prices of Lu silk shot up. Lu people flocked to produce silk and gave up farming. One year later, King Huan Gong of the Qi suddenly banned anyone in the kingdom from wearing Lu silk clothes. The market for Lu silk collapsed. 
the Lu had to buy food from the Qi at high prices. The Qi gained much more from selling their food to the Lu than the Lu gained from the silk trade. It did similar things to several other vassal states. The Qi became the most powerful vassal thanks to Guan Zhong's strategy. Guan was the first Chinese politician who knew the power of the market economy and a restricted private sector. In 221 BCE, another vassal state, the Qing, defeated all its competitors, ending hundreds of years of division. Ying Zheng, king of the Qing, crowned himself Shi Huang, meaning first emperor. He hoped that his throne would pass down from generation to generation. He was notorious for his brutal rule, and the Qing Empire lasted only 14 years. But the Qing's centralized imperial system continued and was improved by the next dynasty, the Han. Successive dynasties continued the system. This imperial system was first instituted by Shangyang 138 years before the Qing united China. Shangyang was one of the most prestigious philosophers in China's history. He advocated the rule by stringent enforcement of harsh laws. The king of the Qing state at the time adopted his theories and made sweeping reforms. One of the key ideas of Shangyang's reform was to prioritize agriculture and restrain commerce. Farming and fighting on the battlefield were rewarded with land and official positions, while engaging in business was subject to heavy taxes and limited market access. According to Shangyang's theory, doing business involved buying and selling, which did not increase the value of the goods or social wealth. In addition, Businesses people chased the market opportunities around the country and knew how to read and write. It was much more difficult to control them than illiterate farmers who were tied to the land. Too many businessmen would reduce the resources of soldiers. Shangyang also thought that a comfortable, luxurious lifestyle built on commercial prosperity was toxic to people's spirit, which he thought would in turn hinder the rise of the state. As a result of Shangyang's reforms, the land and people were tightly controlled by the state, and people only had two choices to survive and thrive, farming and fighting. Before the reforms, the Qing was an underdeveloped inland region. The reforms made the kingdom stronger than any other vassal state, and the Qing army was feared so much that it was described by its rivals as ferocious like tigers and wolves. The stringent system enrolled the Qing's rise, but also backfired on Shangyang and the Qing. Shangyang offended the crown prince during the reform. After the crown prince ascended to the throne, he ordered Shangyang's arrest on the false accusation of plotting rebellion. It was not only retaliation by the new ruler, but more importantly, an attempt to dismantle Shangyang's huge personal political influence. Shangyang fled. But when he tried to stay at an inn near the border, he was refused. Under the law that he himself made, everyone had to show his identity certificate to stay at an inn. He could not show his identity certificate. There was no place in the Qing for him to take refuge in, and other kingdoms were too afraid of the Qing to accept Shangyang. He was found and killed by Qing soldiers later. 
Xiangyang's policies continued to be implemented in the Qing dynasty and were promoted throughout China after Qing took control of the country. The heavy-handed governance style triggered real rebellions from the commoners just 12 years after the Qing defeated all its rivals. One of the forces led by Xiang Yi and Liu Bang succeeded, and Liu Bang later founded the Han Dynasty, which lasted for 400 years. The imperial system that originated from Xiangyang's reform was adopted by the Han and the successive dynasties, just in a more relaxed way sometimes. As a result, doing business was regarded a bad job during more than 2,000 years of history of imperial dynasties in China. That is end of our podcast. Thank you to our writer Song Yimin, editor and translator Li Jia, and copy editor Kathleen Nadi. We hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for listening. See you next week.